Hello, and welcome to The Plants We Eat, where we are in the third of our series of The Bugs We Eat. <laughs> My name is Jeff Gilman. And I'm Cindy Proctor. And uh, we're really excited about, about this particular insect. Actually, Cindy's more excited about it than I am. This is the black soldier fly. This was a really cool insect. It, it is. I'm a, all in about this insect. You're all in about this insect? I'm all in about it. You know, it's like I was, I like the crickets too. Yeah. And I'm not, when I say that, it's not because I think they taste good or I'm into eating <laughs> them, but they're just a cool insect. And I might add that uh, the studio smells really good now because of what we've cooked up, the black soldier fly. We have some really nice fried rice with some Chinese sausage and uh, black soldier fly, some peas and scallions in there, ginger. A really nice fried rice. Uh, Jennifer Bueno, one of our gardeners, made this, and I can't wait to try it. But before we, we, before we try this insect, let's talk a little bit about it. Actually, you know what? I completely forgot. Before we do that, this is a gift from my brother. They're trying right now. This is a prickly pear candy called Cactus Candy. It's really good. And yeah, Josh said, my brother Josh said, you have got to try this. So let me give it a shot. Mm, not it's bad. It's like a jelly. You know it, those jellies, sugar-coated? Mm-hmm. And it definitely has, I mean, remember from the prickly pear show we did, it had that slightly uh, sour, sweet taste, and mm-hmm. it's got that going on. I like it better than the... The candies that here in the states that we buy typically, yeah, they seem artificial now. These mm-hmm. seem more of yeah. a fruit. They seem more real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a, with a lot of extra sugar. <laughs> it's, it's definitely <laughs> a sugary candy. Alex, what are your thoughts on the cactus candy? It was really good, and I agree with you that it didn't taste like uh, the gumdrop candies. Mm-hmm. Is that what you were talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has more real taste. In fact, I might steal that last one. You know what? The last one is yours. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. All the things you get to eat from this show. Okay. Like black soldier fly. No, I'm not eating that. I'm hey, not eating the black you... soldier fly, but it is a cool insect. Before we get to the black soldier fly, I have one more question okay. for you. Did you get your family a few weeks ago, and we should have asked you before, but I, I forgot to ask, what happened when you took home the cricket cookies? Did your family eat the cricket cookies? No. I mm. put them in the freezer, okay. and I'm going to take them to a group of uh, ladies that are all into gardening and all into plants because they are very interested in this subject of eating insects, you know, as as a part of refraining from eating livestock. So they're interested. Right. That's great. So when I meet with them again, I will let you know what they what they think. So my daughter and uh, my daughter who's at college, mm-hmm. and my sister who lives up in New Jersey have both requested that I bake up some cricket cookies to send to them to to try. Okay. So I'm actually really excited to I'm thinking probably gonna do it as a peanut butter. Okay. Um, I think that the flavor is gonna mesh well. Will you with share butter. those with me? I'm certain that I can find an extra peanut butter okay. cricket cookie left okay. over. All right. Let's get on to the black soldier fly. Start off by saying that this is a neat insect because it is a mimic and I love mimics. I do too. And I love beneficials and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. And I knew a little bit about it from a gardening aspect, but never considered the pupae of this insect. Well, you know. we don't actually eat the we eat the pre-pupae. Okay. But, the pre-pupae. All right, but the but I just wasn't. I'm sorry. I'm just so enamored with this with this insect. Yes. Well, yes. it's a nut, uh, okay. So uh, it's a mud dauber mm-hmm. mimic. If you know what a mud dauber looks like, it looks very much like a, a mud dauber wasp. 
except that it is a fly. You can tell if you look at its eyes. The other difference between, so you have fly eyes versus wasp eyes and just look at them, you can kind of tell. The other way to tell is that flies are considered the best flyers of all the groups of insects. Mm -hmm. They only have two wings instead of four for most insects. Their back wings are actually modified in something called haltiers, which are actually basically gyroscopes, which help the fly orient. So two wings instead of four. The other thing you can tell the difference is you know, flies don't stay still for very long. No, they're zip, zip, zip. No, and the soldier flies, they rest. They're not great flyers, and their wings kind of lay behind their, their heads, if you will. And so that's, and they're on leaves and so forth. So go ahead, you were going to say something. No, I was just going to continue by saying one of the neat things about these black soldier flies is that they're a nothing pest to people. That they're, they're like house flies are pesky. They like to live around your house. They spread disease. They spread disease. Mm -hmm. They like to get in human stuff. Part of why the black soldier fly is so attractive as a meal is that they're not into human stuff, so they have much less chance of spreading any disease. Um, they they love compost. You right. Know, they're uh, away manure. from the house. Right. You know, I mean, they, they uh, we'll get, I guess we'll get into what they people digest. Might, people might think, oh, well, you get into the manure, you're potentially transporting stuff, but when they look at it, they really don't... Well, we're not eating it, yeah. the fly part. Right. <laughs> That's right. We are not eating the, right. the fly part. Although the fly part, actually, typically, the adult fly does not get into manure. The adult fly is a nectar feeder or mm -hmm. uh, potentially doesn't actually eat at all. Mm -hmm. But the adult fly is a, is a nectar feeder. The fly is originally from South America and can lay about 500 eggs at one time and produce an incredible number of offspring. Did you read much about the protein content yes. of, the, of the larva? Because I want to hear about that. I have to be honest. I did. I got interested, and I'll tell you about this later. I got interested in a whole lot of things with this fly. The protein content was secondary. So tell me what you found. So it has 42% protein and 35% fat. Nice. I know. Hey, you know, if you're on the Atkins diet, why are you eating this? <laughs> 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 Good stuff. <laughs> and it also has a high uh, concentration of uh, calcium, is my understanding. Mm -hmm. I saw that. I saw that. So here, here's, the, here's the thing that I found about black soldier fly that I just love. And that's the fact that it can easily be reared in your kitchen oh, should yes. you want to rear it in your kitchen. Without having – with containment. With really cool containment. Right. In fact, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, go. But go. when, but well, if you really want to see this larvae in action, go online, mm -hmm. and there's lots of YouTube's right. uh, on there. YouTube videos about. I mean, it's like a it's like a science fiction movie. I don't know if they've sped it up. You know the the, the how fast the yeah. larva can you know really attack uh, and devour something and devour. That's the word I'm looking for. Devour. Right. It's pretty impressive. In fact, if you really want to learn more about this insect uh, thoroughly, go to eatcrickstar.com. I was pretty impressed mm -hmm. of of how thorough their website was. There's a ton of Chinese patents regarding the black soldier fly uh, rearing. And there was an interesting one uh, about how to feed the black soldier fly increased amounts of selenium so that, you know, you could eat or your chickens or whatever could eat increased selenium. Here in the United States, the black soldier fly is definitely not common food. It's it's much more common in other areas of, of the world. Um, we got our black soldier fly, which we're going to taste in a little bit. We got ours uh, actually as a chicken feed. So this was a, a chicken food, which... 
doesn't make it any less safe. We heated it up really good. Don't worry over there, Alex. We heated it up good. Nothing is alive in there. Well, maybe the soldier fly itself. I'm just kidding. It's all, it's all dead. You don't have to worry. What I found that I really, really enjoyed was this, uh, this work by this one person. Her name is Katharina Unger. Katharina Unger is awesome. She's like everything that I would like to be. She's, she's, wow. she's, she's to, an industrial. I need to pause on that for a minute. <laughs> well, I should, okay. <laughs> Maybe not everything. But um, the work that she does is just. Yeah, I know it's It's, it's yes. mind numbing. I it's, love, it's that, so I love that you revere her. Okay. Okay. She, so she uh, is, a, is a big part of this uh, design development office called Livin. Okay, it's out of Austria, uh, hence the name Katharina, I guess. I'm assuming that's an Austrian name. And she developed this project called Farm 432. And Farm 432 is actually a, a self-contained structure in which people can actually produce edible fly larvae in their own kitchens. It has multiple chambers, almost like any other, you know, like your air fryer or whatever. And, you know, it's all very cookbooky, you put your whatever in here, you put your whatever in there, and then you pull out this drawer, and hey, look at that. There are your black fly pre-pupa. And this website shows the process of how it works. It's, it's, a, it's a cartoon kind of thing, but it's very clear on how it works. It's, it's really interesting. It's fascinating. Can you oh. imagine having this contraption in your home and you didn't have to go to the grocery store? Well, the key that makes this, the key that makes this work, and I have to tell you about this because it's so fascinating. So the larva, there's a, I keep talking about the pre-pupa. The pre-pupa is a special stage of this insect. The larvae larva of all insects are, are pretty much just eating machines. Think of a caterpillar on a leaf. I mean, just tearing into the leaf, eating huge hunks of it. Well, the black, the black soldier fly larva goes through that same system. The, the larva just put away a ton of food. They grow really big. And then the time comes for them to first pupate, you know, turn into a cocoon, and then eventually hatch out as the fly, you know, Complete metamorphosis. That's, that's what we see in many, many insects. Well, what happens is that they go through a set of six instars. That's six progressively la larger larval stages. And then what happens is they reach the pre-pupa stage. And when they reach the pre-pupa stage, they stop eating, they empty their guts, and then their mouth parts actually change into uh, basically another appendage that helps them to climb. And then they climb up and away, and then they're going to pupate. But the thing is, when they start that climbing phase, they can actually be, you know, tricked into climbing up this little ramp and falling into this little <laughs> place where you can then harvest them and eat them. It's, I don't feel very nice about myself. <laughs> gonna say, I'm kind of, of looking at your face now. You just don't seem comfortable. <laughs> You're doing all right, Cindy. We're going to we're gonna have to take a little pause I'm here. I'm laughing because we are talking about a fly <laughs> I, well, and, a, that, and a grub type. It's not even a maggot, though. It's not. Quite, it, it is a maggot. It, well, it's a fly larva, so it's a maggot. I know, but they don't really call it a maggot because maggot has a negative connotation. Right. It, you know? it does have a negative connotation. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's why I'm laughing. I'm feeling sorry for it, but I'm laughing. The funny thing is, I was talking. <laughs> so you know, I was talking with uh, you know one of one of the workers over at the botanical gardens, and as I was talking about the the black soldier fly, I mean, once I read I, all the guys over at the botanical gardens think I'm an absolute nut because I'll be working on whatever you know, the plants we eat, whatever mm -hmm. plant I'm talking about that week, and I'll just 
go into all this crazy detail and they all think I'm nuts. And this this person, this worker over there, she was politely listening to me. And then I referred to the black soldier fly as a maggot. And it just, it almost had, she almost had an involuntary wretch. <laughs> you know, she just couldn't stand the <laughs> whole idea. I don't blame her. <laughs> talking about it as a maggot. I guess I'm just stage where I just don't care. Anyway, so Katharina Unger developed this Farm 432 and interesting thing, she actually put it on Kickstarter. They were aiming for $100,000 to help put this thing together. They ended up with 830 backers and a total of $145,429. So they got the, the money that they needed to develop this actually on Kickstarter. Now, they are not currently working on that. this live-in group. Apparently is not currently working on Farm 432. They've actually progressed, and now they're working on something called The Hive for mealworms. Okay, having said that, let's step back to Farm 32, because you are probably curious about why it is called Farm 432. Would you like to know? Mm-hmm. Okay, just one gram of black soldier fly eggs will actually yield 2.4 kilograms of protein over a period of 432 hours. So in 432 hours, you can go from a gram of eggs to 2.4 kilograms of protein. Isn't that nuts? I mean, think of how long it takes to get that much mass, that much protein mass from beef, for example. And how much feed they have to eat. Exactly. And with with this, it's a one-to-one ratio, almost. It's not quite one-to-one, but close to -to one-to-one. Isn't that insane? Why aren't we eating insects? Well, I don't. I never will eat these, but I'm excited about our future potentially eating these. <laughs> I'm I'm with you. I mean, uh, another paper that I read, which I'm not going to go into because it was it was interesting to an academic. I don't think it'd be interesting to you know <laughs> to most people. But it was a fascinating article about how corn straw waste can be processed or by the fly larva. Um, well, you know, in compost, breaking down things in a compost way takes right. months and months. Right. These take hours and days. I mean, it just right. doesn't and converts, take any time. And converts it into something useful. Yes. In your kitchen. In your kitchen. <laughs> if you use it. <laughs> I, I, um, and that's I would, why I'm enamored with this. You like know what it, I did not do? I did not go onto eBay and look for Farm 432. Oh, I should, should have. That. I should see if I can find one. That's right. That would be And I that think the great. garden needs one. Or two. Or two. Yeah. they. I, I mentioned that. It, it did not go over. Um really well. And and I'll just and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. All right. So, at, at this point, I'll tell you what. Uh, Cindy probably not going to eat no. this. Would you like to at least take a look at it? Yes. Okay, here you go. So, it this looks is like a, a, fried a fried rice, rice. concoction. Yeah, oh. it's a regular fried rice concoction. Yes. And you see the little um, maggots in there. Okay? I do. Now, Alex, how turned off are you by these maggots just out of curiosity? Now that I've heard you talk about them, very much so. Really? If I hadn't used the word maggot, would it be better? Slightly. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's give them a shot. All right. So I got to tell you, that fried rice is seasoned so so nicely. I barely taste it. In fact, I can't separate the flavor. Mm-hmm. Earlier today, I did taste them straight up because I want to be able to remark on their flavor. And I have to be honest, I, I wasn't wild about it. It wasn't so much bad as just blah, whatever. Great source of protein in this kind of a setting, eating in this fried rice. If I couldn't see, I would never know they were in there. Alex? I'm grateful for the fried rice. I couldn't really taste much of them. I did uh, keep one aside just so I could have that 
kind of separate from the rice. Mm-hmm. Didn't care for it too much, the yeah. texture. But yeah, it was bland. Yeah, just kind of nothing. I would say it's actually perfect for a fried rice kind of meal. Wouldn't bother eating them, eating them straight. All right. Well, any last uh, parting remarks on the black soldier fly? I Again, I'm just impressed that this eats so much decaying matter and provides us with so much nutrition at the same time. If nothing else, we should be using this for chicken food just the way this was intended. It, and, and it is sometimes, yeah. uh, but it is, it is impressive. It's an impressive insight. It is. Thank you for listening to The Plants We Eat. This has been a production of the UNC Charlotte Botanical Gardens, College of Liberal Arts and Sciences, and the Isle Group here at UNC Charlotte. If you'd like to reach us and have any suggestions for plants we should take a look at over the coming weeks, you can email us at tpwepodcast at uncc.edu. That's tpwepodcast. P-O-D-C-A-S-T at uncc.edu. Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to talking to you soon.